Hello and welcome to Dvorak Horowitz Unplugged, an hour-long discussion of activity in the financial markets around the world featuring columnist John C. Dvorak and money manager Andrew Horowitz. This conversation is casual and unrehearsed. Let's join John and Andrew now. I'm John C. Dvorak. And I'm Andrew Horowitz. And it's Happy New Year. Happy New Year, sir. 2024, by the way. It's amazing how, I mean, this is cliche, but it's like, I feel like we just did this like like a couple months ago. Yeah, well, it was a while back. It was a cut. Well, it depends on what your de definition is of a couple of months. Well, a few months. But it is 2024, and what we like to do at this time of year is uh, a look back at 2023. We call this the best of show. And the rap. The, yeah, the rap. And what, our good friend Ryan Radisky, he spends all year, seriously, all year compiling clips of different subject matter that we talk about. And oftentimes during the year, there seems to be a trend that we have a few things that we talk about more than other things. And some things that we talk about all the time. Yeah, I would get, make a couple guesses like uh, shoes. Yeah. <laughs> I was waiting for that, by the way. Somebody barefoot in an airport. Oh, yeah, we talk about that a lot, don't we? Yeah, we beat No, them. not we. <laughs> there's what no, do you mean we? There's no team in the shoe. There's no we in the team in the shoe. So we did talk about a lot of things, and um, I thought it would be fun. But again, thank you to Ryan Radisky, who did a great job with that this year, as he as he does every year. And that is, you know, he, he volunteered to do it. So we're, you know, we're not, we'll never say no to that, right? No, not really. <laughs> Um, not idiots. No. And also, by the way, uh, we do have a winner at this point of the Close to the Pin, which will be announced very shortly. We have a full slate of people. Every single person that was, this is unusual because usually a few people don't show up, but every single person that was on the list of winners from 2023 and the winner from 2022, uh, Close to the Pin, actually showed up and put in their price guess. That's first time, really? I thought we always had it. I don't know if it was first time, but usually there's one person missing here or there. So it may have, may have happened before, but... It's I, fed up with the show and quits. Yeah, they just are done. They're done. So one of the things we talked about, because it was in the news a lot last year, was the changeover from where we were a couple of years back. A couple of years back, we had the SPAC attack, where we had the special purpose acquisition companies that were coming to four. Everybody was investing. Everybody was all excited. Then it kind of dropped off for a while. And all of a sudden, we had a new a change. Even though interest rates were going up, we had a lot of talk about mergers and acquisitions. And one of the things that was quiet for a long time because of market conditions in 2022 in particular was the, the, the all of a sudden, the, the IPOs started coming back. You remember that? Yeah, they're very cyclical. Very cyclical. So what uh, we have is a, a barrage of... of discussions about this area of the market where now money's no longer as cheap as it was, but here we are in the the next phase of the market where it was clear that there was a lot of euphoria and it started to pick up again in the mergers acquisition, M&A as we call it, and IPO area. So you want to hear what we got? Yeah, I'd love to. All right, let's get to it. Group, You know who they are, right? Of course, you know, the, the Altria Group, the big uh, uh, tobacco company, if you will and related right. products, is in discussions to acquire vaping startup Enjoy for at least $2.75 billion in cash. And a deal can be announced as soon as this week. Um, and 
There's also a $500 million follow-up payment if Enjoy hits certain regulatory milestones. Now, I don't know if you remember, but this is the same company that bought Juul. Remember Juul? The, oh, yeah. They bought Juul. Do you remember what they bought Juul for? Do you have any? A lot. $13 billion. Yeah. Do you know what they recently wrote down the value of its investment to in Juul? No. Four fifty. Four hundred fifty thousand. Four hundred fifty. Well, it could. Who cares at that point? It doesn't even matter, right? <laughs> four fifty million. Four hundred fifty yeah. million. Still, it's the same thing. From thirteen billion to four fifty million. You're talking about like an 90 percent reduction in overall value. And here they go again, buying another company. So I think. Well, this sounds a lot like creative bookkeeping, if you ask me. You're going to like my theory better, I think. I know you. Oh, okay. I probably will. I think this is a genius plan. I always thought this to be the case. You buy these companies, somehow you kill them. So cigarettes are back in vogue. You take what? them over. You take these companies over. You kill yeah. them. And yeah. then everybody's just smoking cigarettes again. I got a carton of cigarettes. The old man grabbed me and said, hey, smoke up, Johnny. Uh, on to the last point of the evening here. Uh, we can talk about the, well, Moderna is going to collaborate with privately owned uh, Life Edit Therapies, Therapeutics, under agreement to discover and develop mRNA gene editing therapies. So they're getting really charged yeah, up. What, about nothing, this. What, gee, I guess there's nothing could go wrong there. Nothing. Nothing goes wrong. Uh, so that's kind of interesting. And then uh, U.S. payment giant Visa, both of them, Visa and MasterCard, are slamming the brakes on plans to forge new partnerships with crypto firms after a string of high-profile collapses shook faith in the industry. Do you remember? The, there was there was no faith in the industry. Then all of a sudden, everybody's like, oh, we better hop on a board in case we don't want to lose out. The Dukes are trying to corner the market. They know something. I can feel it. Let's get in on it. We have some uh, two two weekends in a row. We had forced mergers of banks, or put it's either forced merger or shoot the horse and put them out of their misery. Two weekends in a row, Credit Suisse was forcibly merged. Of course, right before the opening of the of the futures with UBS, even though UBS said, oh, "Absolutely, we're not doing this. We'll pay a billion dollars at most <laughs> of this crap." Yeah, I don't want to do it. No, no, no. Right, and then they do it. Then we saw well, another they bank. You had a gun to their head. The New York City Bank Corp then bought the assets of Silver Lake Financial of New York. Silver, Silver Lake. That was Signature. Signature, sorry. Signature, yeah. Signature Bank yeah. of New York. And, and people are like, no, we're bondholders. We're not supposed to lose money. This, this new thing about nobody loses money, it's pretty, um, pretty amazing that we're, we're still – well, I guess we trained the Everybody Gets a Trophy Award. Now we have what's going on right now with the money's coming out of the small banks and the big banks, uh, a, a controversy. The dynamic has put big banks like J.P. Morgan and Goldman Sachs in an awkward position of playing multiple roles simultaneously in the crisis. See, the big banks are advising the smaller ones who participate with them in steps to renew confidence in the system and yet propping up lenders like First Republic. While maybe telling other people, hey, maybe we should sell you. Like we saw again for Signature Bank this weekend, another sweetheart deal. Sweetheart deal for First Citizens. Uh, well, that was for Silicon Valley. There's a sweetheart deal for New York City Bank Corp, for Signature, and the recent one 
where First Citizen is buying Silicon Valley Bank. Well, and they had all the problems. They're acquiring $72 billion in Silicon Valley Bank's asset at a discount of $16.5 billion. Mm. But even after the deal closes, the FDIC is going to remain on the hook to dispose of the majority of the remaining Silicon Valley Bank Corp assets, about $90 billion, which are being kept in receivership. So those bad assets they can't get rid of are not going to First Citizens. And here's the kicker. The FDIC has agreed to an eight-year loss-sharing deal on commercial loans First Citizen is taking over, as well as a special credit line for contingent liquidity purposes. This kind of thing happens to me every week. Uh, Microsoft, Activision, that was dead, right? Uh, not so much. The UK's competition regulator on Friday said that it's narrowed the scope of his investigation to Microsoft takeover of Activision, saying it no longer believes the deal will lead to a substantially lessening of competition in the console gaming market. How do you like that? Well, they, they put the kibosh on it. They say it's going to lead to anti-competitive practices. And then now it's not. Hey, what happened? Somebody must have looked at the uh, actual competitiveness of Activision. It's, it's kind of an old, old animal. I think there's some payoffs in... I was wondering about this $10,000 check to Mr. Clarence Beeks. Well, the federal prosecutor in Switzerland has opened an investigation into the state-backed takeover of credit suites by UBS. The Bern-based prosecutor is looking into potential breaches of Swiss criminal law government by government officials, regulators, and executives at the two banks, which agreed to an emergency merger last month. And then you get even further into this. First Republic Bank, Massachusetts regulators have opened an investigation into sales of company stock by top ex- Hello, this is such a surprise. I'm so surprised by this. By stock by top executives at First Republic Bank in the weeks leading up to the recent banking turmoil. Already, Janet Yellen said on Thursday that banking regulations and supervisory rules need to be re-examined in the wake of the Silicon Valley and Signature Bank failures. That, by the way, that kind of language is to shirk the responsibility. You know that, right? Yeah. Well, I, I think I do. I don't think he understands, Randolph. Over Monte, I do understand. First Republic is a bank that went uh, is now officially the second largest bank failure ever seized by California regulators over the weekend. J.P. Morgan at 3 a.m. found out on Sunday night, on Sunday morning, that, yep, they got the deal. They get to uh, open up all the branches now as J.P. Morgan's, and they're kind of a fascinating deal. Weren't they kind of assigned it? It's like, there hey, was PNC. they called J.P. Diamond. Hey, yep. guess what? Yep. Yep. You now own these... This, this other bank. They didn't, there was some, there was a bidding deal going on. Now, how, how, no, who knows how fair that was, but there was a bidding deal that was going on with um, PNC, JP Morgan, Bank of America dropped out of it. They didn't want any part of it. Um, and a couple of others, but there was some commentary that was interesting. It says our government invited us. There's your, there's your invitation, right? Can't, can't refuse that invitation and others to step up. And we did JP Morgan CEO diamond said in a press release, the acquisition modestly benefits our company overall. Right there, you know, he's playing it down. He can't say this acquisition is a freaking home run. You know, he can't say that, right? <laughs> right? Man, did we make out on this deal. Too bad for all the other people losing money. 
I was poor and no one liked me. I lost my job. I lost my house. In M&A, Microsoft deal uh, makes the uh, DOJ look kind of silly and maybe pave the way for more activity. It made them look very, uh, I think, flaccid. It makes the whole government look, I think, pretty weak. The whole well, in this case, it's a, such a monster of a of a merger acquisition. And this is going and they're on. In the big suit. shots. They yeah. talk a big game right. about, oh, we can't you know, allow that. And then this goes through. How's that work? And now they're 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 asking for additional time for Europe. What uh, you know they're trying to Europe's going to I think cave right into. And well, Europe should say no. Why should Europe say no? What? Why Europe versus U U.S. Well, we, because they've done it before, oh. they, or they do, they do, they do the typical thing, which is, well, we're going to say no unless you give us a bunch of money. Well, they extort. They're ex ex it's extortion. Yeah, they're extortion <laughs> artists. That's what they do. That's what they do, That's, and they're very good at it. And why not? Because they know they're going to pay. You know, give me, give me uh, eight hundred million dollars. I think that's really funny, by the way. It's like you know, if you pay us eight hundred million, we're good with it. And everybody's yeah. like, uh, uh, no, it's like, oh yeah. They pay How does because that work? Where's, where's that money go? Where does that money go? That's a good question, isn't it? Back to the bankruptcies. Yellow Corp is near a hundred year old, hundred year old trucking firm filed for Chapter Eleven bankruptcy protection on Sunday, burdened with a heavy debt load after a series of mergers and following tense contract negotiations with the Teamsters Union. Stock somehow still trading above two dollars, and there was some announcement tonight by Charles Gasparino, who I'm not a big fan of that guy. Um, you know, about how, you know, from inside, who's getting the, oh, he has this, he has the information uh, that there was a lot of people that are willing to buy all the debt up and resurface the company. I mean, it, you would think that someone like a FedEx or UPS or even any of these last milers would come in and buy this company. You would see. Yeah, there's something funky about this whole story. Yeah, they're trying to screw the, the Teamsters. They're I like, think that must be it. Yeah. Oh, I always wanted to be a Teamster. So lazy and surly. Uh, ARM. Now, you're familiar with ARM. We were talking about that at the beginning of the show while you were eating the kimchi burrito. Well, this company did very well. It went private. It was bought by SoftBank. And now SoftBank is spitting it back out in an IPO. Yeah, it was crazy. So 9.4% of ARM shares will be freely traded. 9.4%. Company will have a value somewhere about uh, fifty something billion, I believe it is. It was acquired for SoftBank in two thousand sixteen for thirty two billion. Yeah, good move. So SoftBank finally making some money on something. I don't understand why Intel didn't buy them in the first place. Well, Intel, we could we could go through a whole laundry list list of, of mistakes. They like this the modern day Xerox. They're screw ups. Yeah, they out there panicking right now. I can feel it. They out there. They're panicking. Look at them. We have some M&A. Jelly maker Jam Schmucker is buying Twinkies. The, 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 the owner of, of Twinkies, the hostess brands, for $5.6 billion. The hostess was out of business. That's, that's what I thought, too. Didn't they go out of business? I, I don't know. I, I was, I, when I read this, I'm like, uh, wait. I thought Twinkies was done for. But $5.6 billion, $34.25 a share. Hostess shareholders will receive $30 in cash and point. 03.000 shares of Smucker stock for each share of Hostess they owned. And Smucker has also agreed to assume all of Hostess's debt. Silly customer, you cannot hurt a Twinkie. IPO, debacle, disaster, Instacart weakness continues to, sh to, to, to implode this deal. 
Um, <laughs> shares are now trading at 36% below the IPO opening price of 42. Now they got slowing growth and a full valuation of primary culprits for the sell-off. So here's what's interesting. You know, they, they call it the IPO windows. There's two different windows. One is the market's ability to absorb an IPO because it's new shares in the market, right? Got to right. take the money from somewhere. The second thing is the IPO window of a company in its growth phase. That's when the IPO should be the best for it. It's not, it's not when it's, you know, it's when, 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 when revenues and earnings are growing 50% a year, not 2% a year or declining. And meanwhile, they put right. this piece of crap on the market. They shove it down some poor widow and orphan's pension plan. And it has slowing growth. And they, they bloat it with a, um, you know, the price because they have a, a low float. Not many shares are put out into the market. So it's, it squeezes it the first day. Everybody gets excited. And then it just goes to crap. Same thing with ARM. Wow, that was ARM's more interesting than I thought it would be. <laughs> It's a dry subject sometimes. But we make it fun. That's what we do. That's why people listen. But we need more support. Yeah. Yeah. So what what after merging acquisitions, after IPOs, and the euphoria runs off from that, the market needed something. They needed a catalyst. People, the bulls needed to keep the thing rolling because everybody was glum. Back in, I guess, March or so, everybody was like, oh. Banks are fading. They're falling. The Fed had to step in again to save the world. And there was this kind of lull. And, and this everybody was, I would say, despondent over the markets, right? That was kind of the March time period where a few banks were going under. Everybody was worried about the uh, global contagion factor, right? <laughs> yeah. So all now, somebody should make a list of some of these things, these phrases that come and go. Oh, we have, we've talked you about keep a few, You keep most of them, but there's, I think there's always a few missing. There's always a few out there that, that, that cycle, as you know, Mr. Cycles, it just all cycles around. Yeah. So the global totally. contagion factor was contained um, by, well, what they do best, pouring money on it. And then, and then a lull happened for a while and markets were looking for direction. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, AI became the hit parade. We, I guess it was kind of out of nowhere. It was, Next thing you know, yeah. I know, for example, the artwork that we have for the No Agenda show every Thursdays and Sundays. Uh, it it went from people doing original art to AI-generated art, just oh. like overnight. And it was rejected at first, but the next thing you know, you couldn't keep rejecting it because it was everybody doing it. How do you know? How do you know? Oh, you believe me. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, when somebody who who's a, an art an artist has a certain style, and they always it's very distinctive usually. And then when all of a sudden, within fifteen minutes of the end of the show, there's an incredibly elaborate piece in some alien style that shows up and oh. it's gorgeous. Oh, it's pretty obvious. Do you think this is the end of civilized creativity? Well, the creative people are the ones that are using it best. So I don't know. I don't think so. So maybe it's an enhancement rather than it's a like replacement. A, it's, like a, it's like the weirdest tool uh, I think they've ever gotten their hands on. Mm. Well, we had uh, the, the, the big news was that we saw ChatGPT make a big presence and all of a sudden it was out there. And then on top of that, all of a sudden, like it was 
uh, like everybody was already head deep into the construction of AI. And you saw companies like Google come out with it, Microsoft come out with it. And everybody in every teleconference and every conference call was using AI. We were counting how many times they mentioned AI, right? At one point, in fact, we even noticed that at one point when you don't say it at your at your uh, call, on your call, the stock would go down. Right. And finally, we had the it big was, winner. It was the modern equivalent of... Uh, Blockchain. Uh, what's the other? Blockchain. Blockchain. Yeah. Blockchain. Uh, or cloud. Or IoT. Or pick, pick what you want from that area. Well, IoT never caught on in terms of this? moving stock COVID cure. Yeah, COVID cure. That would do it. That did it also, right? And then we had the big daddy of them all, which was NVIDIA. that came on the scene, right? AMD was in the background. Intel didn't have anything going on at all. And we had all Still of a doesn't. sudden- yeah, and, and then all of a sudden, you know, ARM came on the scene with a, back, in, as we talked about before, with the IPOs. And it was like all of a sudden this, this, this overwhelming AI, uh, AI-generated stock market rally, I guess, right? Yeah. So. It was quite, a, quite amazing. Let's get to the, uh, the discussions because I think there's a lot of them that were pretty interesting. Okay. Chat GPT. You, yeah. can't, you can't turn a corner these days without hearing that, oh, my God, it's so amazing, this chat GPT. You say a few things and it, 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 it changed my life. You know, I mean, crazy stuff. Chat GPT, have you tried this thing yet? No. Mm. Well, I'm relying on you to do so. New York, New York, and uh, New York and Seattle, Washington have placed bans on the tool at the middle and high school levels. But this is a problem. I mean, this is a problem. I mean, already higher learning institutions like colleges and universities are not like right now going with the ban. But now teachers need to have a solution to come up with a way to scan the documents that are handed into them to see if, in fact, it has, I don't know, the fingerprints of, a, of an AI on it. Uh, between Harvard, Yale, the University of Rhode Island and other schools, over 6,000 teachers have signed up for chatbot detection. You're creating an army of robots so advanced that they can get student loans. Uh, AI passes a Wharton Business School test this week. Yeah, supposedly. Mm -hmm. I, I'm not buying these stories, by the way. Well, the other one that you wouldn't buy then either is two artificial intelligent programs, including ChatGPT, have passed the U.S. medical licensing exam, according to recent papers. Mm-hmm. The one thing that's really fascinating to me about this chat GPT and this AI, we knew about this AI concept for years, right? The idea of it, the the development of it, this company. It actually goes back to the 1980s. Yeah. And with, of course, we had Watson, right? Watson was always uh, in there in the yeah, mix. And there was Watson and the Deep Blue, the chess playing yeah. thing. Mm -hmm. And there was companies down here. I, oh, now I forgot the name. This is a company that has been down here that has promised to produce some kind of product with uh, AI slash um, VR. What is the company down here? It's a big company. And they spent billions and nobody's ever seen their product ever. Like the biggest secret in the world. Yeah. And all of a sudden, in the last, I don't know, two months, it's like a thing. It's pretty, it's pretty quick, this chat GPT, don't you think? It's pretty what? Quick. How it has been accepted, known about, newsworthy. It's getting a lot of attention. There's no doubt about it. And it does seem to have some features that are, it does seem to work in, in a lot of instances. It's uh, 
somebody had a clue. So whoever put these together, I'd say the same thing for some of the art programs. They've uh, now this could have. I don't know what why the why this happened all of a sudden because nothing like this happened in the eighties. Uh, what we came out of with the eighties was expert systems, and these are kind of expert systems, but they are directable. But today, all of the stuff that we talked about then has become a reality. Elon Musk and a group of artificial intelligence experts and industry executives are calling for a six-month pause in training of systems more powerful than GPT-4, they said in an open, in an open letter, citing potential risks to society and humanity. Humanity! This letter also details potential risks to society and civilization, not only humanity, civilization by human competitive AI systems in the form of economic and political disruption and called on developers to work with policymakers on governance and regulatory authorities. Oh my goodness. Seriously. What does that mean? It means they're off the rails. Uh, Now they're talking about they want a six-month pause in training of systems more powerful than GPT-4. Why would they want to pause that rather than let it just go and then, you know, maybe say a no release? Either one is bull crap. It's almost as though they're promoting it. Because well, nobody's going to do a six-month pause on anything. No, not at all. Uh, this is an AI chat. GPT BS, a pair of New York attorneys reportedly used chat GPT to generate a legal motion they filed in New York federal court, which has now put them in risk of sanctions because a judge demanded that they provide the full text for the decisions chat GPT cited when neither the judge nor the opposing counsel can find the cases. Yeah, that's what chat GPT does. It makes stuff up. Yeah, so the the reason the case we're missing was straightforward, the judge argued, chat GPT simply made them up. Or as they call it to get fancy in the world of technology and to, to cover up the mistakes, hallucinations. Yeah. The the artificial intelligence. Yeah, the same thing when you're using, I'm using uh, the, the, some of these uh, art programs and... Uh, the, the hallucinations show up in the art, too. Really? Yeah. In, in a big way or just like little JPEG, JPEG Oh, no. Fragments? Well, I do, usually it shows up in small ways by, you know, when you have a human figure, never can seem to get the hands correct. Uh, there's too many fingers. The fingers are too long. They're they're broken off. There's They're <laughs> amputated. It's all those sort of things. But there's there's massive hallucinations every so often that are just hilarious. I, I find it very funny. Yeah, this is something though. People are using the the stuff as gospel. I did. Well, that's a mistake. I used ChatGPT. Say the least. I used it for. I said, give me some good uh, pubs to go to in 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 Dublin. And I got a list. That wasn't so hard. Did you get, were they all real? Yeah. Well, good. Yeah, that was that was good. So hallucinations, making stuff. I'd I'd still rather go to an expert and ask them. Yeah, I would agree with that. But not most people. Most people won't. It's just easier just to do this. People got to find the balance between manual and using the machines. All right, let's see what else here. Uh, 27% of jobs are at risk from the AI revolution. More than a quarter of jobs in the OECD rely on skills that could be easily automated in the coming artificial intelligence revolution. 
The it fourth seems turning. Unlikely. The, what are they called? The fourth turning of technology. And workers, I think it's the fourth, right? It's, we're the fourth. It could be the fifth. Maybe the fifth. List of target professions that could be lost. That is from this article. Advertisement, sales and advertisement. Coders and oh, programmers. Yeah, that's not going to work. You ever, you, sales guys are not going to be replaced by AI. Yeah. Writers. You and I, I are. Some writers will be replaced. Yeah, you and I are next to each other. Next one is financial professionals. <laughs> <laughs> Seems unlikely. I, I know. Uh, researchers, customer service, data entry and analysis. Data entry and analysis. Analysis, but not data entry, right? Got to get the entry from somewhere. I don't know. How sick of you of making a fuss how about sick of you are, are how sick are you of this whole AI thing? Very. <laughs> Thought so. Now we have some new technology out there that's really interesting. Finally, Applied Materials releasing its first major update of some of its core semiconductor manufacturing equipment in more than a decade. The new system is also fitted with thousands of sensors that feed data. Here you go, into an artificial intelligence system. You know they had to get that in there somewhere, right? I wonder if it has anything to do with blockchain. It probably does. I agree with you. Uh, where factories can analyze the data to tweak manufacturing processes and cut down the use of electricity. The new system cuts uh, energy use by about 10%. Wow. Yeah. Mind-blowing. Walt Disney has created a task force, an AI task force. Yeah, that's all you need is just say that yeah. and then put, you know, some some secretary on the job. <laughs> well, you put you up, look a few things up in the library on AI and give us a report. Yes. And, and use the AI, use chat GPT if you want to do it. So Walt Disney has created a task force to study artificial intelligence, also known as AI, and how it can be applied across the entertainment conglomerate, even as Hollywood writers and actors battle to limit the industry's exploitation of the technology. Now, launched earlier this year, before the Hollywood writers strike, the group is looking to develop AI applications in-house, as well as form partnerships with startups. Three sources told Reuters, whatever that means, I have no idea. Put enough monkeys in a room with a typewriter, they'll produce Shakespeare. And all of a sudden, AI, right? Everybody's buying these $40,000 chip sets and stacking them and making these crazy chained um, devices so that they can crunch all that they need to crunch in order to spit out some kind of poem on chat GPT or whatever. Yep. And they're buying this stuff hand over fist to create this, you know, the AI, the large language model, the generative AI, whatever, you know, all the different form formats of, of AI. And uh, now they become like the company to watch in technology space. Because, yeah. And the reason, you know why it is, John? Because every other company has hung their hat on the idea of AI in Techland. NVIDIA is amazing. It's amazing. Uh, and it's been that way for, I'd say, almost a decade. But the stock got the recognition from the markets only, I would say, in the last five years. Yeah, but it really got it with this AI thing. Oh, yeah. In this case, dominance may actually be an understatement. NVIDIA has a 90% market share for AI-related GPUs. Oh, this is an interesting story. I thought this was really interesting. NVIDIA's supremacy in building computer chips for artificial intelligence has chilled venture funding for would-be rivals, investors said, with the number of U.S. deals this quarter falling 80% from a year ago. 
here's the thesis. Because NVIDIA has grown so strong in this area, right? In this building AI chips. It's become so difficult for companies attempting to build competing chips. And people are not willing to put money into this because NVIDIA is a, is a well-known, established player in this. So might as well invest there. All these other companies are like really risky. So venture capitalists are unwilling to fund, which then creates all sorts of problems because then um, you don't have any, well, it's like anything else, right? It's, it's like the drug industry. If they, if, they, if they cut the benefit of making it big by, and funding it, you're not going to have discovery. Same thing with tech. Basically, yeah. It's designed to keep customers within its system. Uh, this, this is pretty fascinating. There's mo all sorts of new uh, provisions being put on chips that will be sent or even exclusions on chips that will be sent from here to China. So some of the AI chips and all that are going to be precluded from trade. AI chips? What is it? AI? Like, oh, you mean the NVIDIA, NVIDIA chips? and AMD and all these guys, right? Broadcom. Really AI chips. So, so there's a concern okay. about Broadcom. All of a sudden, everything just takes a total shit this morning. Before you even know what's going on, come out with uh, these new rules will have no material impact on our sales. Now, I'm thinking to myself, let me get this straight. <laughs> the China market's a big market for them. When there's an announcement about that, they talk about how great this market is and how it's going to be, um, yeah. you know, the, attribu yeah. the, the attribution Work, to our welcome earnings. Welcome to Silicon Valley. Yeah, going to be unbelievable. <laughs> but now, one of two things. Either... They, what they say is that it has no material impact. So, so why are you even in the country if it has no material impact? And then two, if you keep on saying that there's no material impact, don't you think the government's going to tighten it up even further? AI is not for the benefit of the world without the fact that it really is a benefit to the bottom line of the companies that will be utilizing it. And that's why they're racing so hard. If it was just to be an altruistic benefit for the world, trust me when I tell you, they would not be pushing so hard. And there you have it, showing everyone they should have been invest investing in NVIDIA <laughs> all along. Yes. And before that, even, you know, NVIDIA NVIDIA is a really good chip company. I mean, it had a really bad year in 2022. And I think people got soured on it. Yeah, and then all there's of a, sudden, a buying opportunity the way you should have seen it. Yeah. And, 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 and by the way, NVIDIA, this is the second go-round of brilliance. The first was the creation of the GPU that could enhance and outpace the CPU yeah. for certain tasks. And in particular, the boards that they made for Bitcoin mining was revolutionary. They were selling for, for big premiums over normal GPU boards, right, that were just for graphics, for, you know, just seeing stuff and uh, changed the whole landscape of things. And then when Bitcoin died out very quickly, this whole AI thing came on. And uh, yeah, when they, I say quickly, a very they, lucky company, very good job. Very or nice. timing. They have good timing. Yeah. Speaking of timing, you know, each and every week we spend some time and we talk about uh, stock picks, right? We, we play a game. We, we come up with ideas. Sometimes they're well thought out. Sometimes they're like, Hey, I have something interesting, Right. And uh, there's been some commentary that we often talk more about our winners than our losers. 
And I think there's a couple of reasons for that, don't you? Well, I, the main reason is most of our picks are winners. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's the main reason. <laughs> that's exactly right. But uh, it seems that we, we did talk about this at the end of the show. We talk about the various n- names that we have on the, on, the, on, the, um, on the list, which you can go, of course, and you can check out over on the DH Unplugged website. And um, and then, uh, but but this this discussion about how we we always talk about it, and so we have um, a variety of clips of our stock picks that are uh, you know up. <laughs> so let's get to those right now. Okay. Kellogg is up twenty point oh two percent. Moderna is still twenty three percent, and uh, Defense up seventeen percent. Yeah. You also have uh, picked a. Uh, one other short, which is actually up. The rest of this stuff's all up. Uh, Medtronic is still on there. It's barely up, but it's up 4%. But it's like FVC Bank Corp is still up 85%. Kellogg's up 17 PepsiCo's up 3.5%. iShares up 17 Moderna is up 24 That was a good pick. Uh, 4% for energy transfer, which is going to go up eventually. Electrocore, uh, Decker's Outdoor, and Crane Shares. Electrocore had a big day today. I think it was up 27%. Which one? Electrocore, by the end of the day. Rocketed. Well, I got uh, my little pick from last uh, show. The show 638, Clear Channel's up 16% in one week. Yeah, it's actually finished up today at the end of the day, up 17.3. I said that to you a little bit early. Your Electrocore is... uh, uh, up 17.6%. Well, yeah, it's another penny. That's another cheapy, 34 cents to yep. 40 cents. <laughs> Meanwhile, my bottom feeding Southwest Airlines is up a, a point, point, point one, point one. Uh, and then your AIC3 uh, jumped and you get up 21%. Must have been a lot of fluctuation. Yeah, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was a 28, I think, yesterday. We sold it for our clients. At in the twenty five to twenty seven range, and now it's at twenty four twenty or something like that on close. Nice, Clear Channel, my big. It's a penny stock. Big. It's up thirty, almost forty percent, and that was bottom feeding and some insiders at the same time. That I should have actually put some money in. That's a good one. Uh, yeah. The the short arc is up four and a half percent from a week ago or so. Your Clear Channel up twenty six percent. Your um. Energy transfer up 7%. Your Kellogg is still kicking it pretty good. Your one electro core is, is that kicked off yet? What is that? Oh, you have 50. Yep. Well, you have 50, 50, 50% stop on that. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. Um, the K-Web short is up 7%, which is the, the short on the China, which I think is pretty cool. Well, we've got Medtronic is still up there, still hanging in there. It's the longest one on here. Kellogg's up. PepsiCo's up. iShares up quite a bit. That was a good one. Uh, Energy Transfer, LP, which is, uh, you know, Insiders. Uh, Decker's Outdoors up. Uh, Crane, everything's up. And then we have uh, AXS Short Innovation Daily, an ETF, which you played, is up. Yeah, almost 8% is pretty good. That's the inverse of ARC. That's the uh, betting against uh, Kathy Wood. Oh, right. Great, great idea. Short Kathy, it says. And then my Norfolk Southern is pronounced Norfolk, not Norfolk. 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 I get a bunch of notes from people in the area. No, it's not pronounced that way. It's not Nor. It's Na. Norfolk. 
Nafak. And so Nafak Southern is uh, down. Uh, I've shorted it and it's going to keep, I think that's going to be a, a winner. All right. And we have a lot of green. A lot of green. Norfolk. 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 I, I get some, I've been trying, I corrected somebody saying Norfolk Southern and. Um, I would call it Norfolk. That's what I'd call it, Norfolk. It's, it's, I got some corrections from people in the area. Yeah. And they, it's Na, Norfolk. 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 So it's not Norfolk. It's Norfolk. So. They, they should change the name of that. Yeah, Decker's, yours, Decker's doing great, up 10%. Who would have thought shoes? Um, the big winners right now, aside from Clear Channel, which is up 28% or whatever it is, is um, the, what I find very interesting is the... Um, from where are we? Been? Well, the date was good. So it was October of last year. We picked up the iShares U.S. Aerospace and Defense. So you got the the Boeings and the Raytheons and the Lockheeds in there. Yeah. And, and that's up 19% since then. Pretty amazing. Pretty amazing. It's a winner. Yep. Clear Channel Outdoor. I don't understand why that. That's probably still a good idea. Uh, I'm not going to go back to it though. And every, all the older stuff, the stuff from uh, January is still up. The defense stock's uh, still up 19%. The home, all my shorts are working. Every one of my shorts, I think, are mine besides one. You have, oh, now I got to pronounce it. Nof- I have Aries Management shorted. And you got Norfolk Southern. Oh, I do, right. Yes, and that's way up. Yep, that's beautiful. Uh, yeah, yeah, I got two shorts, both up. Yep. So the shorts are good. Mm hmm. I should mention something that all the shorts and we have five of them, which is a lot are up. Yeah. That makes sense. Everything is green. Everything is green. Yeah. And meanwhile, we got up 17, up 11, up 19, up 10. All the shorts are up. One, two, three, four, five shorts are all up. One of them is up 12%, 19%, 11%. That tells you something. Mm. I like my Norfolk Southern. Norfolk. By the way, it's Norfolk. It's not Norfolk. Uh, somebody's correcting me, and I realize it is. It's Norfolk. Norfolk. Uh, Norfolk. What do you think it was? I thought it was Norfolk. Uh, Norfolk. No, what? Yeah, Norfolk. Eh, it depends on who you are. It says but Norfolk. The, I hear these folk. guys on the TV calling it Norfolk. Norfolk. Yeah. I think the company should change the damn name. It's too complicated. But that's me. Just NS Rail. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Exactly. That'd be great. What else we got here? Uh, everything else looks good. I got. Yeah, you're doing well with your old old standby. Which one? Decker's Outdoor Ooh, shoes. Unbelievable shoes. You're a it. shoe guy. You, you should look at Crocs stock. Your, your that stock's been... out of control. You know, Decker's Outdoor still twenty eight percent up. Unbelievable. People want the shoes and the Hoka's and the Uggs. You and the shoes. I, you know, Crocs came out with earnings this, this week. Like you should 50%. just become a shoe newsletter. Let's just do a shoe ETF. We could do Adidas, Nike. We do Crocs. We could do Deckers. Yeah, we could. We could do that. I got a really cool pair of Adidas golf shoes. That all you do is they have spikes. They have little. It actually, it's not spikes on the bottom. You can't use. You can't use regular spikes anymore. You can use plastic ones. But this has a, like a weirdly spiky bottom. Yes, it's it's like channels. It's it's very deep cuts. Like a like a. A cleat, of course, but but not the spike cleats. Anyway, you put it on, you push the tongue down, and all you do is turn this knob, and it tightens all the laces for you. And to get, loosen up, you just pop it, and it pops right off. 
Very comfortable. Norfolk. Norfolk. Apple is right. hanging in there to a degree. We'll see tomorrow what happens. Pros phase labs up 7.5%. Why don't you take the list and then we'll kind of go Well, the list things. is all green. There's uh, four shorts on this list that have all done okay. There, there's some good ones, though. We got some winners. You, you made up for it with your shoes. Decker's Outdoor Corporation is up 31%. And then all of a sudden, out of the blue and, and quick quick to the quick to the bank is Summit Tech Te Therapeutics. Big one. Which I this is a penny stock, and I picked it. And it's up almost 40%. Unbelievable. That's just in a couple of weeks. The last few days have been just been blowing it out. It looks suspicious. Mm. That's why I thought it was so insider's trading was a little suspicious looking. But it's interesting. I mean, the short on Home Depot, they, I think the report tomorrow is up 5%. Norfolk Southern, the short there that you picked because of liability issues are spot on on. I'll see where that goes. Uh, Summit Therapeutics, which is my recent pick, is up 30%. Uh, you're still, you know, your real specialty is hanging in there high, 25% up, which is Hoka Shoes. Mm -hmm. uh, Decker's Outdoors, your, uh, your real something you got to, you have it, you have the knack. <laughs> when it comes to shoes, I'm a shoe man. When it comes to shoes shoe and feet yeah. in general. Shoe man. Uh, my short of Norfolk Southern, Norfolk Southern is, uh, is doing well, up 10%. Everything else is up. Green. Yep. Green up. Everything's looking good. But this other short, Home Depot short, which was yours, mm -hmm. is up. So you got a couple of shorts that are working. So uh, your Norfolk Southern is still cruising along. Yep. The short is up 6%, which is good. Yeah. The iShares, uh, MSCI Europe uh, banking share short is up 3.8%. Decker's Outdoors up 30%. It's, not, it's just sitting there. Uh, EVGo up 13% today. Nice. Yeah, there you nice. go. Nice uh, insiders you had there. Generac, which is the company that makes generators. You do this You do this play every year. Yep. Summer trade. That and some shoe company. I'll find another one. Uh, Crocs could be coming back. I mean, Crocs was a, you should look at the chart on Crocs. It's silly. It's just silly. Just went straight up. So you have a couple of goodies. You know, it's interesting. Your target is down, which is good for you. Yeah. Timing. timing well, and of course, you made up for it with your shoe pick. <laughs> it's the highest thing on the whole list, which is 34% in the in the green. Uh, Look at the price. That's $500 per share. I know for shoes, a shoe stock. This is This is something you... Could probably yeah you're you're an expert at these See, things. I it's, could it's, maybe be a shoe analyst. You could be a, a shoe, shoe analyst. analyst. I could go like to Goldman say, every single time. I could go to Goldman. I, I've done a lot of research on the uh, you know it's 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 part of my soul. You know what I'm saying there that and then you have your uh, ice shares which is up twenty percent. I mean I still have Medtronic which is up fifteen but that's just an old stock. Uh, the best I've done is Evgo. Yep, uh, which is up to. Up ten percent from three ninety to four twenty nine, which is hardly any big deal. Seasonality is a pretty interesting thing. Now, we picked up because my calendar reminded me to buy Generac. Yeah, you put it up; it's already up ten percent. That's Decker's uh, up thirteen uh, percent on the on the on the takeout. Uh, it's quite good, and you've also scored a twenty percent gain with iShares. 
U.S. aerospace. Everything else is just, uh, you know, up a bit, maybe. Well, let's see. Wow. Well, Gee, in one show, got- yours truly knocked it out of the park with a 49% gainer. Yep. And now leads the pack. Yes. And that was my short of Tupperware. Yeah, that's done. That's done. Look at Yellow Corp up 24% today. Yeah, there's another one. So right now, every time we've done a show, or I'm the one doing them, uh, everything I've shorted is is in the green. It's it's doing well. Uh, and some stuff's doing pretty well, including the uh, Tesla, which is up 14%. Um uh, so that's, I just find that interesting because this is game normally it's always either you see a lot of shorts and they I've never seen this many shorts that are all up in, in one uh, week. We got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven of them. Uh, you're right about the shorts doing well. Yep, every one of them. Short, 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 short. Green, 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 green. Yep. Every single, I got actually, one more short. Wait, every I got single, one more short. Hold on a second. Every single one of them, I'm just looking here. Every single one of them. Yeah. Wow. It tells you something about the market. Because this happens once a while. Every few years this happens. I notice it as soon as I see it. And I say, well, that's all I'm going to do. I'm not going to go long on anything. Uh, yeah. Wendy's, the insider selling, short is up, which is good to see. It's short up, meaning it's down. Right. So still... We not have, by much, not by it, much. But you know, another one that's got to be looked at for shorting, mm, I think, mm. is Burger King. But what's interesting on this particular uh, list is we have a total of four longs and 10 shorts. Wow. The shorts wow. are all up. All of them are up, all of them. And the longs are up. Hmm. What is that saying? It's telling you that we're in that moment, which doesn't last forever, where shorting is not a bad idea. Ah, gotcha. And some of the shorts are are, are doing pretty well. I mean, Beyond it's, Meat is beyond bad. Uh, AMD is down 13%. Target down 8.5%. That was like a slow, that was slow. That was like a slow grind lower. Yeah, it's going to keep going slow. Yeah, bad. Now, take a look at that greedy McGinney. Yeah. And look at the shorts. Damn. Yeah, Damn. Yeah. Damn. Amazing. You got, you got Amcor, your short is up, but otherwise, um, short, 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 up 10%, 3%, 18%, 11%, 14%, 20%, 11%. Beyond Meat, down 28%. Thesis, math logic. And you said at the time when it was 13, there's no reason that you can't have uh, something go from $2 to $1 and make 50%. That's what you said. Yeah, well, that's a, it's a fact. Uh, so, so you're going long. I'm going Nike long like the mm-hmm. fit, the new fit. Right. I always had a problem with Nike's fitting well. I always thought that um, Reeboks fit really well. I Skechers fit great. And uh, it's just, they they use different molds for these different feet, and Nike's molds, whatever they were, never fit. They were too they thin, always, but now they have wide toe boxes. I have a pickleball pair. Well, I have, have a, a fat foot, but still. Yeah. We're on fire, man. 
Yeah, but look at this thing. It's like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight longs and one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve shorts. It's unbelievable. It's a lot of shorts. It's an incredible amount of shorts. I think it's the most we've ever had on the show. I, I would I would think so. The one that's the uh that's interesting though is still the be my short of Beyond Meat. Yeah, Beyond Beyond Meat. Which is the winner on the chart, which is thirty four percent up. So that was now, again, one. I'm just going to restate the whole point. The thesis was math logic when it was $13. You said it was $50. It came down to 13. If it comes down from there, whatever. But from 13, it can go down to seven. That's still 50%. Yeah. That's what you said. Or zero is the way I was thinking. Yeah. That would be something. That would be something. NVIDIA. Yeah, no, it went way down before I shorted it. And, uh, but again, the, the, that is the logic, which is if it's going down, it's going down. If it goes from two to one, that's a bigger move than going from 200 to 150. Yeah, and you've—I mean, you hit—you hit Nvidia. I mean, it's—it's it's still amazing that it's not off the game, is what I'm saying. Your Wendy's and your restaurant brands. I think we—you wanted Wendy's, and I mentioned restaurant brands with AO, and you put that on the chart as, uh, on on the list as well. I, I picked up Shark Ninja. That was up—it's up six percent since uh, early or mid mid September. Same thing with Enphase. That was Energy. a good call because that's a long and yeah. Yep, and Nike pulled a rabbit out of the hat. With their earnings, picked it up at about ninety bucks at ninety seven now. That was a good call on your part too. That you there call was it so much negative. There was so much negative. Yeah, so much. Now we got Birkenstock. Birkenstock's another shoe company. Got to deal with that crap. Too many shoe companies. Crocs, Birkenstock. We got got a couple other ones on here for a while too. It's all about the shoes, man. Is this even trading? And then when we drop down. To some of my old calls, which the biggest one in the group is Target, which is a short, which I still would do today, sixteen uh, percent, and then a short of Tesla, which is still making money, and then a short of Netflix. Haha, yeah, still finally, still, still doing well. It's twenty up twenty. Yeah, my recollection uh, is that Netflix has been some of your, some of yours or ours, but yours best picks. I, I managed to get on the right band, you know, on the right uh, wavelength for Netflix for some unknown reason. Mm. And that started years ago. The good short is still beyond meat. Fake meat. Which is up. What? Fake meat. Fake meat. Beyond meat is I shorted and it's up 52%. That's the winner on the chart on the whole thing right now. Awesome, right? I see. I cut it in video on again. That's funny. Yep. Uh, Nike, amazing. Nike, yep. your long Nike is you and the feet are just you. They can't oh, be beat. Oh, I broke my own code today. You went barefoot uh, on an airplane. <laughs> I did. There you go. I mean, we were, we were up. It's up. It's up. It's always up. <laughs> so it's usually up. <laughs> we'll continue with that process of the. DHL One of these market. days, the market's going to turn down for the for the long haul. Then, it, whenever that is, uh, we'll see how we do then. But, I think we'll do fine because I, I like shorting. I like shorting. Yeah, the thing is, if you remember, we had a run of we were we we noticed it was not something we purposely did. Yeah, We'd pretty all, much the month of September of last year right. and to uh, end of October, to almost two months of shorts. Had all those shorts. They stayed on for a while. We were surprised as hell. And then all of a sudden, everything turned to the green side, which was the buy side. 
And then we were surprised at hell as all of a sudden the whole list started changing. Yeah, all the shorts died. <laughs> the day the shorts died. Well, that's going to wrap it up for this best of. What else you got to talk about, sir? Well, you know, we have another best of, mm -hmm. but we're not going to do it next week. We're going to be live next week. We're going to do it, I guess, sometime in February when you have to be uh, uh, at a meeting. Yep. So we'll do that. Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year to Happy all Happy New of our... Year to you and your family. Yeah, thank you. Same And to everybody you. out there listens to this show. Yeah, and, and Little John, too. What's his... Not Little John. What's his name? He's in his 80s now. Oh. <laughs> all right. All right, I'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Okay, bye. You've been listening in on a conversation with John C. Dvorak and Andrew Horowitz. Hope to be with you again soon. Bye-bye. Now, I'm not broke but badly bent. I'm not down to my last cent because I got a dollar, but it's my last dollar bill. <laughs> yes, sir. In my pockets, there's a dent. All my dough is nearly spent, but I got a dollar, and it's my last dollar bill. Oh, I'd love just one more buck fortune left me by chance. Now, here's a hint. I feel like a man. You can hardly tell by a glance. I don't care. No millionaire can give me the icy stare because I got a dollar, my last dollar bill. <laughs> Horowitz & Company, Inc. is registered as an investment advisor with the state of Florida and conducts business in other states where it is properly registered or is excluded from registration requirements. Registration does not imply any level of skill or training.